GMOs! Hello everyone, and thanks for tuning to the Gym Channel. Today we are going to break down the controversies regarding GMOs, also known as genetically modified organisms. So without further ado, let's dive in. Oh, I'm about to die. First off, what exactly are GMOs? Genetically modified organisms. Like what in the world does that mean? After thorough research and investigating different types of cases, it has been concluded that a GMO is a living organism whose genome has been artificially manipulated in the laboratory through genetic engineering in order to favor the expression of desired physiological traits or the production of desired biological products. In order to better understand this definition, it is necessary to break down some of these scientific words and phrases. So first off, a genome is the complete set of genes or genetic material present in a cell or organism. Second off, genetic engineering is the artificial manipulation, modification, and recombination of DNA or other nucleic acid molecules in order to modify an organism or population of organisms. GMOs are used in a variety of different foods, including alfalfa, apples, canola, corn, cotton, papaya, potatoes, soybeans, squash, and sugar beets. So what is the controversy of GMOs? Well, that's a great question. Many people are for them, while many are also against them. Even though this topic has mostly positive results, it also has some doubts, especially since they have only been around the market for 20 years, and each argument always has two sides. So what's so bad about them? Well, a growing body of evidence connects GMOs with health problems, environmental damage, and a violation of farmers and consumer rights. Many people are concerned how GMOs impact human health. There is no certainty if GMOs are safe for our health. So there is many unsolved questions on what they can do to our health. One problem that GMOs might cause is that they can limit the effectiveness of antibiotics. For example, the genetically modified potato called Amphora carries a gene for antibiotic resistance. This gene can blunt the effectiveness of some crucial medicines. Although European Commission has banned antibiotic resistance genes, this GM potato was approved and might result in risks to our health. How has GMOs changed humans' response to medicine and antibiotics? In order to answer this question, we have turned to the knowledge of Jeffrey Smith. Talks to find how much genetically modified DNA survived passage through the stomach and small intestine, and in three of these seven British volunteers, where they don't eat a lot of GMOs, this was in 1999 when they did the study, published in 2004, they found that inside the DNA of three of these people, inside the DNA of the gut bacteria, was part of the gene. It would have been inserted into soybeans to make it Roundup Ready. So they inserted bacterial genes into soybeans to make them withstand doses of Roundup. And now the gut bacteria contain part of those genes, and that gut bacteria was not killable with Roundup, suggesting, but not proving, that once it transferred, it continued to function. So, I don't know what you're doing to that gut bacteria, and 
Um, also, the, the Roundup Ready, this is a fun question you asked. You didn't know I was going to answer the question. Uh, the, the Roundup Ready protein has properties of a dust mite allergen. It fails the World Health Organization's criteria designed to prevent allergic proteins from being introduced to genetically modified crops. So those who are allergic to dust might end up being constantly triggered. Thanks, Jeff. Another problem is that GMOs have potential to harm the environment. Genetically modified plants can turn into weeds. For example, modified eucalyptus trees with kudzu were planted to prevent soil erosion, but resulted in becoming pests. GM plants can have toxic substances that could be risks to the other organisms in the area. This would result in a disruption in the ecosystem. GMOs also cause some moral and ethical concerns. Since genetic modification is manipulating the genetic makeup of an organism, it causes people to question if it is right to alter the core of the organism's existence. This specifically affects people of certain religions in the sense that this is a threat to natural order or a violation of the law of nature. Despite the negatives, GMOs have already been set in place in some organisms. If we were to stop implementing GMOs, how long until the organisms are returned back to a normal state? To answer this question, we have turned it back to Jeffrey Smith. Um, the genes already released into the gene pool self-replicate and will last as long as the gene pool of that species exists. Scientific future where you can put on the goggles and shoot it with a ray gun and figure out how to how to kill out those specific genes or products. So the it will outlast the effects of global warming, outlast nuclear waste. The only thing that lasts longer than self-propagating genetic pollution is extinction. And this is one of the reasons why we should be in a hurry to delay the deployment of gene technology because if we make a mistake, it lives with all future generations and all living beings, not just human beings. Are GMOs really all bad? As previously stated before, GMOs have been in the market for 20 years, and not once in those 20 years have any illnesses or deaths been caused or linked to GMOs. GMOs have been approved and are constantly tested by various administrations, including the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Food and Drug Administration. The tests by these administrations are tested for consumer safety as well as environmental safety. Food prices will rise and fall depending on factors that are not able to be controlled, but GMOs themselves decrease the price of food. GMOs result on crops being more efficient, grow faster, and use less resources, which is why the food prices are decreasing. Because of the use of GMOs in foods, there has been 357.7 million tons of maize, 180.3 million tons of soybeans, 25.2 million tons of cotton, and 10.6 million tons of canola. GMOs are believed to have a negative impact on the environment, but GMOs can be helpful to the environment and help the farmers preserve the land. Since GMOs increase the amount of productivity on agricultural land that is already existing, this decreases the demand for more land. With less in land needed and less habitats being destroyed, GMOs have been proven to increase biodiversity. GMOs have also been proven to improve air quality. GMOs have reduced the amount of carbon dioxide in the air by reducing the amount of tillage. The amount of carbon dioxide that has been reduced by the use of GMOs is equivalent to removing 12 million cars from the road for one year. 
How could GMOs be used to help further clean up our environment? We refer to Bill Nye, the science guy, who has addressed this question. You could take the organic chemicals and organ organic chemicals are chemicals that come from organisms which nominally have carbon. That's what organic chemistry is. And you could have some bacteria that could metabolize that and then leave behind all the other stuff that comes out of oil wells, sulfur and so on, and let it sink to the bottom of the ocean. Or metabolize that too and make it into some amazing plastic or right. have it all stick together in a big in a big oil tar sheet that is much easier to lap up with your oil tar right. sheets lapping up ship. Yeah, your oil tar bounty. Yeah, uh, right. so this would be an example of something that, uh, I mean, a place to start. As far as taking heavy metals out of the soil, that's okay. Then you got to put process those plants. That might be a fine thing. After revisions of this hot topic in bioethics, GMOs may have some negatives, but even the negatives can be overcome by the positives. With that said, GMOs help the environment more than they hurt it. In the past 20 years that they have existed, deaths or illnesses have not been linked to them. Therefore, antibiotics have not become less effective, simply because there is no proof of GMOs actually being connected to this issue. Also, the environment is not harmed by the addition of these GMOs. In fact, they are improved. The life of these fields are prolonged due to the presence of these organisms. So the fields produce more food, which lasts longer, and has no evidence that it causes death or illness. Overall, there is no reason not to support GMOs in our society, which is growing larger and larger every day. Let's go GMOs! <laughs>